welcome to this week's Planet Pipes podcast. I'm Lord McDougall, we've got our usual mix of old and new in this week's show as well, as an interview with Alistair McLaren. He is the director of the National Youth Pipe Band in Scotland, who have a new album uh, just been released. This week's programme is sponsored by the National Piping Centre, promoting the study and the music and the history of the Highland Bagpipe. Website is www.thepipingcentre.co.uk and you can purchase loads of the CDs that you hear in these podcasts from them. Like I say, we've got lots of old and new music. We're starting off on the old side. This is a track from a piper who's been in the piping news a bit recently by holding a piping yard sale. He is Bruce Gandy. If you want to find out more about his yard sale, visit pipestrums.com. But this is an archive track. It's from an old CD called An Evening of Champions. And it also features Bill Livingston, Jim McGillivray, Bob Worrell and Michael Gray. And the track we're going to hear is a 12 March and some jigs.
Lampson Street March, the Wellington Police Pipers in Australia, Miss Sharon Duthert, Caroline's Jig and Long Distance Mom. That was some tunes from Bruce Gandy in an old 1991 recording. Bruce, of course, is well known as a composer and he's responsible for the second tune in this set of tunes from the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland. We'll be speaking with Alistair McLaren after this track. It consists of Nameless Number One by Duncan Johnson, Under the Triboro, um, which is the one by Bruce Gandy, Steve and Diane of Cheltenham, also by Bruce Gandy, then Rector of the Face, Twisted Fingers, Lady Dawson, Claire, and Idle Eyes.
Cylinder from the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland from their new live CD called Illumination. Earlier on today I caught up with Alistair McLaren who is the band's director and I started off asking him how he got involved in the band in the first place. Well yeah, it was, it was, it was a funny story actually in terms of just being in the right place at the right time I think because I was, um, when I moved over from Australia the, the, in 2007, the first, I worked for eight months in the Callum Bagpipes um, just as a sort of tie me over job whilst I was trying getting settled and trying to find my feet over here and then uh, all of a sudden uh, an office job came up at the centre so just did an administrative role so I thought well uh, it's closer for me where I live in Glasgow to, to work, be working in Glasgow rather than Kilmarnock so I, I took the opportunity and uh, I managed to get the job here uh, as an office uh, administrator and then within the space of a, a, a month the director of the youth band job uh, became available, so thought that saw that as a great opportunity for myself, considering that I've uh, well used to teaching kids back home in Australia, and you know I've, I've been very involved in putting together concerts and that for my old band, the West Australia Police Pipe Band. Oh, I didn't realise that. And uh, so did I get my track from that then? Yes, yeah. So so I was just involved with all the, all of that, and then I thought you know obviously the youth band's very concert orientated, so I thought that that suited me, you know, really well. Um, being non-competitive as well, non-competitive yeah. band, so I applied for it and was lucky enough to get off with the job. Great, but you are competing as well yourself with Field Marshal, aren't you? How's that going? Uh, yes, I'm, I've been a member of Field Marshal since 2009 and uh, obviously it's it's going really, really well. Um, last year obviously was a, a, a dream year for everyone in the band. I don't think we really expected to have uh, as successful of a year and everything sort of clicked into the right place and the playing was, was just really fantastic to be involved in the, in, in the playing side of the band and we won the Grand Slam so I guess uh, to be a part of that group was something special. Yeah. How do you work your pipes when you're, you're going between the concert youth pipe band then you're going to play with Field Marshal? Is it two different sets of pipes or do you struggle? Uh, funnily enough I only play the one set of pipes um, and I always have really so I just sort of maintain them really well and the only, only problem is I go through I probably go through a pipe bag quite a lot more quicker than I, I would expect to, so I'm probably going through a bag a year. Um, but I, I pretty, I, I like playing my pipes, so I, I generally don't try and try and mix too much. Yeah. Cool. So what we're here to speak about really today is the Youth Pipe Band's new CD, Illumination. That's quite a title for a CD. Tell us a bit about the the background of the title. Well, the title evolved around um, the whole show, really. Basically, uh, we. Well, when we applied and thought about the concert, uh, we were thinking of putting together something completely different for a pipe band audience. So um, we thought about going to, to town, basically on the production side, with, with what, more what rock bands do, and um, so you know, big video screens, proper lighting. So we, we brought in a, a lighting designer to help us out, uh, and the kids in the band, and myself worked with them. To, uh, to put together the show to, to, to wrap it around the music that we were playing so uh, so basically the whole the whole show had had a lot of you know effects and stuff behind it so you, I mean you can hear some of it during during the, the sure, live so recording so the kids are, are very much involved in, in that side of it as well getting the, the visual stuff happening yeah well we try and obviously the, the youth bands are, it's, a, it's a learning band as well yeah. and all the kids are there to, to try and pick up something so hopefully in the future all these guys it could be possible future pipe majors, future drum sergeants 
um, could, you know, when they're sitting there talking about putting together a concert for their band, they can say, well, actually, in fact, you know, I was a part of the youth band and we did this, and maybe we could try this. So hopefully in time, it'll help evolve concerts for hype bands and uh, we can see some a lot of different things happen yeah, from these young guys. Yeah, I mean, we keep saying kids, but that's not really the case in the band. There's, there's quite a, a, a big age for it. There is, yeah, it's quite a, a quite a big age group. Um, we're, we sort of come onto line with all the other youth projects. So, I mean, basically we can go up to 25, but mm-hmm. at the moment the band range is from 25, or 10 to 21, sorry, that's the, the band age group. So there are some guys at the... 10? Yeah, we've got, we've got uh, <laughs> in the development band, we have, we have, we have a piper or a couple of pipers who are 10. So, I mean, I wasn't even playing pipes at 10, no, so some of these guys 10, yeah. uh, are, are very, very good players. But I mean, the, the 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 average age of the band at the moment is probably from about 15, 16, and they're, they're a, a core. A lot of them have come through the development band a few years ago and, and moved into the senior band, and they're a very strong group. So it's really, I guess, it's a pleasure to work with these young guys. Great. Well, let's hear a track from these pipe bands. New CD now. This is the Hamster. Tell us a little bit about this track, Alistair. Uh Well, the Hamster was written by uh, a friend of mine, uh, Roy Hamilton, who who's uh, composed quite a few, a number of tunes as a snare drummer, and I used to work with him with the West Australia Police Pipe Band back home, um, and he, it's actually the sweet version of the uh, hornpipe that he wrote many, many years ago, um, and we just basically adapted it into a, a rock-themed suite, so um, yeah, it's got a lot of big, heavy riff guitars, and and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it seems to be a favourite amongst the guys in the band, so we love playing it. Let's hear it now.
That was the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland there from their new CD, Illumination. And I'm joined by their director, Alistair McLaren. Is that the right term? That's the right term, yeah. Um, and what else, Alistair, has been going on with the band? What projects are, are coming up in the future? Um, well, at the moment, um, obviously the Illumination was, last, was a concert last year, so mm-hmm. we're actually working on a brand new one at the moment, um, which will be called Legacy. And uh, that will be released or performed again at the Old Fruit Market on the 10th of November this year. And uh, the whole idea of it is that the guys at the moment are working in groups with Hugh Cheap. And um, they've put together uh, s- certain themes in, that have been points in history and in Scottish history. And uh, they're working on suites revolving around these themes. So at the moment we've got um, themes such as like the battles and the Highland clearances, uh, the tale of Scottish castles. Um, so so lots, there's lots of tunes written about these things and these guys are, are, are arranging them in a way that they'll hopefully make, make some nice suites throughout the concert. So the concert's entitled Legacy and it's about these guys learning more about you know their past and uh, tunes relating to certain uh, important... So it's a kind of arrangement project off old tunes or is it is it coming up with new tunes or uh, both? It's both, yeah. I mean, the, the guys at the moment are obviously digging out uh, uh, older tunes... Um, but they're all, at the same time they're they're not only re- rewriting these older tunes, but they're also probably writing their own stuff to go with them to fit in, in within these suites. So it'll, it'll be it's, it'll be a brand new concert again. There'll be lots of uh, new tracks um, to go along with the the, the, the theme sets, um, and as well it'll be uh, we're working with the same lighting designer as well. So it'll be a, it'll be fully produced again. So it'll hopefully be a just as entertaining as the illumination. Great. Is there a repeat performance of illumination happening anytime soon? Um, not at the moment. I mean, we're, we're probably hoping to play well, with smaller concerts around the place. Um, we're, we're doing actually a couple of outreach events where we, we, we travel to regional parts of Scotland and conduct a few workshops, and um, and then uh, at the same time we put on a small concert to go along with it. So. This year we're heading out to the Outer Hebrides, so we'll be there for four days, uh, running some workshops for kids in the area, and also in Persia we're doing a three-day camp, and at the end of it is a wee concert. That sounds like fun, so if any of our listeners are off age and um, interested in becoming part of the Youth Pipe Band, what's the criteria? Well, basically, um, well, firstly you need to fill out an application form, um, and you can actually get that from our website which is www.thepipingcentre.co.uk and then if you click under Youth Pipe Band, how to take part, there's a, it tells you all, all about you know, the process and then it has an application form and a bit more, like a pre, pre-information pack basically. Um, once you have sent that in at the moment, um, the band's at full capacity so we basically add you to a... Uh, application database which is like a waiting list basically so um, at the end of each year I base it on a it's based on attendance so if you fall below a certain attendance then you're released from the band and then we open up new positions for people to uh, audition for so if you're auditioning for the development band you need to be 17 and under Um, and a lot of basically because we're a concert based band both bands are um, a lot of emphasis we're trying to look on is and playing wise is you know for the band uh, you know can you be able to handle faster type music can we help them progress to playing you know pipes jigs and reels 
um, we're not too too fuck worried about shooting because we can we can help with teaching kids how to do that. For the senior band, it's 25 and under, and it's a bit more strict in terms of you know we expect them to be tuning their pipes to a high level, um, and sight reading abilities should be quite high, as well as um, they should be able to uh, perform you know difficult music. To a, to a you know intermediate top standards and so they can fit into a band playing situation. Um, they do have to play. What we do to single them out, we get them to play in MSR as well because obviously that separates, helps you sort of separate uh, weaker players from stronger players. Do you do a lot of traditional stuff like just looking skimming through the track list? There's one MSR and then the, the rest of it is very much concert stuff. Um, I guess if you're doing only concerts, you don't really need to think about the other stuff, or do you still include that in the, the education for them? Well, we, we do. I mean, in this new concert that we're doing, we're going to be playing at Peabrook, so that's oh, wow. something different. We've been working with Chris Armstrong with that one. Um, the MSR was basically, funny enough, that when that recording was done, that was only the, the fourth time the band had played it together. We didn't really focus much <laughs> on the MSR at all yeah. because it's not something that we, you know, the guys get to do that in their own bands and their solos, so we, we, only, we only did it just, just to prove that the guys can do that sort of thing yeah. so and it turned out really well that the guys played it so we thought well, why not we whack it on the CD as well so we don't we don't tend to I think that was the first MSR the band's played at a concert really I think before they've sort of broken down an MSR and done it in a different way but we just thought well um, everything else we do is all backed and everything so why not we'll just play traditional MSR and it works really well cool well we'll play out now with another track from the CD uh, Alistair, thanks very much for taking the wee time out on this sunny Glasgow afternoon, <laughs> unlikely though it is. Um, thanks for joining me on this week's Planet Pipe. No problems, thank you. Thing out with that interview, there was a small excerpt from the Dragon's Lair, which is also from that CD by the National Youth Pipe Band called Illumination. And remember, you can buy most of the CDs we play on the show from the National Piping Centre's online shop at www.thepipingcentre.co.uk. We're glad to be sponsored by the National Piping Centre for this week's podcast, and they're currently involved in a lot of overseas schools. Also, the next term at the National Piping Centre's evening class begins on the 14th of April, which is coming up very soon. These classes are taught in small groups of mixed ages and abilities from complete beginners to seasoned players. It's £90 adults or £80 under 16 for a 10-week lesson block. For further details and to download the enrolment form for either the evening classes or the summer schools, please visit the website at www.thenationalpipingcentre.co.uk. Gaelic singer and piper Julie Fowlis recently got some attention after a track from her album As My Heart Is was used in the trailer for the new upcoming Disney Pixar film Brave in this year's Oscar ceremony. Here she is, not singing this time, but on the small pipes, and it's a set of tunes starting off with Fred Morrison's Shawnee's tune, followed by Glenn Lyon, Stuart and Tabak, and Lumsden's Rant.
was Lumsden's rant finishing a set of suspense and reels from Julie Fowlis. I'm Laura McDougall, you're listening to the Planet Pipe podcast. Visit the website www.planetpipe.com, email us studio at planetpipe.com and also visit our sponsor's website www.thepipingcentre.co.uk where you'll see loads of great special March Madness offers this month. Check the website out for more details. Playing us out this week is a tune that many pipers will recognise. It's the Mason's Apron. It's a showpiece for many solo pipers and pipe bands, but this time it's got some words set to it. It's a composition by Adam McNaughton. It's called Our Hamlet, and it's a complete summary of the entire plot of Shakespeare's Hamlet in Scots. We've got some very special shows coming up over the next month or so, so please keep checking back onto the website www.planetpipe.com. I'm Lord McDougall. Until next time... Bye for now. There was this king sitting in his garden all lane When his brother in his ear poured a wee tea a hen bane Then he stole his brother's crown and his money and his widow But the deed king walked and go to his son and says Hey listen kiddo, I've been killed and it's your duty To take revenge and Claudius Kill him quick and clean and tell the nation what a fraud he is The boy says right I'll do it but I'll need to play it crafty so that nobody will suspect me, I'll kid on that I'm a dafty. Then we all accept a ratio and he trusts him as a friend. Hamlet, that's the boy, kid's own, he's round the bend. And because he was near ready for obligatory killing, he tried to make the king think he was toppings up a shilling. Took the mickey out, Polonius treated poor Ophelia vile. Tell Rosencrantz and Guildenstern that Denmark was a jail. Then a troop of travelling actors like 784 arrived today, a special one night gig in Elsinore. Hamlet, Hamlet, love these mommy. Hamlet, Hamlet, acting by me. Hamlet, Hamlet, hesitating. Wonders if a ghost of cheating, that is how he's waiting. Then Hamlet wrote a scene for the players to enact, while Horatio and him would watch to see if Claudius cracked. The play was called The Moostrap, no, the one that's running new. Sure enough, the king walked out before the scene was through. So Hamlet's got the proof that Claudius gave his dad a doze. The only problem being knew that Claudius knows he knows. So while Hamlet tells his ma that her new husband's low a fit one, Uncle Claude puts out a contract with the English king as hitman. And when Hamlet killed Polonius, the concealed corpus delecti was the king's excuse to send him for an English hemp and necktie with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern to make sure he get there. Hamlet jumped the boat and put the finger on that pair. Meanwhile, Laertes heard his dad had been stabbed through the arras. He come racing back to Elsinore to sweet hot foot for Paris. Ophelia were dackled by the man she wished to marry. After saying that we flew her, she committed Harry Carry. Hamlet, Hamlet, nay messin. Hamlet, Hamlet, learn his lesson. Hamlet, Hamlet, Yorick's crust. Convince them that men good or bad at last must come to dust. Then Laertes lost the place and was demanding retribution. And the king says, keep the heed and I'll provide you a solution. He arranged a sword fight for the interested parties. We are blunted sword for Hamlet and a sharp sword for Laertes. To make things double sure, the old belt embraces line. He fixed a poison sword tip and a poison cup of wine. The poison sword got Hamlet, but Laertes went and muffed it. Cause he got stabbed his cell and he confessed afore he snuffed it. Hamlet's mammy drank the wine and as her face turned blue. Hamlet says, I quite believe the king's a bad he knew. Incestuous, murderous, damn the Dane, he said to be precise and made up for hesitating for killing Claudius twice. Cause he stabbed him with a sword and forced the wine atween his lips. He cried, the rest is silence, that was Hamlet had his chips. They fired a volley out on that shook the topmost rafter, and fought in brass knee deep in Danes lived happy ever after. 
Hamlet, Hamlet, oh the gory. Hamlet, Hamlet, end of story. Hamlet, Hamlet, I'm away. If you think this is boring, you should read the bloody play.